The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hi everyone, it's Amanda Rieger Green. Welcome to Soul Sessions. Today we're doing a follow-up to the Numerology 101 episode I just released. So if you haven't listened to that, you may want to go back and check it out because in that episode, I talk about the basics of numerology. We cover the energies of the numbers zero through nine, which are really the fundamental building blocks and tools to understand the ancient art of numerology. And once you know your numbers, you can figure out your codes and so much more. And today we're going to go into so much more. Thanks for the amazing feedback. So many people ask questions and have started to look at their numbers and their energy and are seeing the correlations, the energies, and areas in which they can grow, better know themselves, And find synchronicities, find the energy in the numbers that correlates and tracks in whatever is showing up for you in your day-to-day life or your personal and spiritual development. Today, we're going to cover a lot of topics. So this is like a numerology 202, but I'm going to call it numerology 1111 because we are going to talk about master numbers, which is a big thing for all of you. But we're going to, let me go through the list. We're going to talk about 2023, the energy of 2023, the numerology behind this year. We're going to talk about September because September is a capstone month in numerology and it's a very important transitional month every year. I will explain why. We'll talk about master numbers. We'll talk about angel numbers. We'll we'll talk about your personal year in numerology, how to calculate it, what it means, how to utilize it. And then we'll drill down even further and talk about your personal month. So lots of information there. Additionally, we're going to talk about address numerology, which is so much fun and will rock your freaking world. And then we're going to talk about the numerology of the day and how to 
figure out the numerology code for each day and use it in a way that just where you're able to harness and capitalize and sync yourself up with the energy. So lots to cover. And you know, I am going to go through this in detail, but it just flows from my soul. So buckle up. Let's do it. All right, let's talk about 2023. Every year we have the energy of the year has attributes. It has personality traits and it has most importantly lessons for all of us universally. So we're all in a 2023 calendar year. Everyone in the world is experiencing this energy. Thus, we call it the universal energy. It's the universal lesson or energy from a neurological standpoint that we are all tapping into and experiencing. How do we calculate that energy? We simply add up 2023. Two plus zero plus two plus three equals seven. We are in a seven universal year. One of the questions that somebody reached out and asked when they were asking about their personal numerology, the numerology of the year, they said, does it change each year? Yes, it changes. So next year, it'll be 2024. So that's two plus zero plus two plus four, and that equals eight. The numbers are sequential. The lessons build, just like we talked about last week in the Numerology 101. Numbers build and things happen sequentially. The lessons build on each other. So this year, 2023, is a seven universal year. If you listened last week, I talked about the energy of the seven. You may want to go back and review that, but I'm going to go through the main energies that we're all experiencing. Seven is the number of the seeker. It's the number of tapping into deeper wisdom, higher wisdom, and bringing that down into the physical body. It's a year of soul searching. It's a year of growth, contemplation. It can be highly introspective and introverted. One of the big lessons of the seven in thinking about this year is if you're a very dynamic extroverted person, you may feel a little bit introverted or needing solitary time. The high vibration of the seven in harnessing its spiritual seeking, searching energy is cultivating solitude, finding time that is solitary and spiritual to learn, to seek, to understand, to figure out, to put the cosmic dots together and puzzle pieces. It's very psychological and metaphysical and energetic. The lower vibration of that is isolation. And we can all be very solitary at times, but I also know how to isolate, which means I don't need anybody. I got this. I just need my time. I just got to shut the world out, which can also become escapism. So isolation and escapism are the lower forms of that. And you want to think about solitude, solitary time, communing with nature, curling up and reading a good book and having a cup of tea or coffee or listening to a podcast that totally totally fires and wires you, learning, growing, but then sharing that knowledge. That is what is key this year because the seven energy can hoard wisdom a little bit. It's a, it's genius in a multitude of ways. It has these genius aha moments and then it thinks, uh, nobody's going to get me. Nobody's going to understand what just happened. I'm not going to share this with anybody. I'll just keep it all to myself because so it can hoard or be greedy in its wisdom. And I'm laughing about that because I know what that feels like. And if you've tapped into the energy this year and you've gotten really into your personal and spiritual development or you feel super called to better understand yourself, your meaning, your purpose, 
that seven is harnessing that. It's activating that. And that's what the universal year does. It activates a code. But be mindful of isolation or not sharing your insights, the synchronicities that you encounter, the aha moments with other people. And it doesn't mean you have to broadcast that out to the world. Who are your people? Who's in your tribe? Who are your people who just get you and hold space? Or you can talk about things. I know that last week I got my hair done and I love my hairdresser because First of all, she's just cool and she does a great job with my hair, I think. And um, and also, first of all, we all love going to get our hair done, right? So there's that element. But she is super intelligent. She loves to dive into metaphysical things, psychological things. She's so great with human design and the gene keys, which is another thing that I love exploring, human design and the gene keys. You may know human design, but if you don't know the gene keys, check that out. But she knows that. And the I Ching. So all of those things go together. Uh, but she, she knows it so well. So we're talking and then we're connecting cosmic dots. And we're, I mean, I was there three hours and I don't think we missed a beat. And I don't think anyone outside of the two of us would have been able to track or follow that dialogue. I mean, we were in and, and she was laughing because she's like, where is the time gone? And I said, I don't know. We were in a time warp. But I came out of there so on fire, creative, happy, connected, even grounded, because it was like, ah, yes, I feel good. I And I was learning things through her. She was learning things through me. And we, it just felt aligned. That's the kind of year this is. Who do you know in your world, whether it's just who you're associating with, really dear friends and family, that really gets you and you can share your idiosyncrasies, your moments of intuitive genius, your outside of the box, wacky creative thinking. That's where you get to harness the energy of the seven rather than hoarding all of that information or being afraid that you will be outcast or misunderstood. That's where you want to be able to be a little bit vulnerable and share. So the seven is very powerful. It's a very spiritually transformative year. It's a year of deep inner work that will manifest externally more so next year. Next year is an eight. Eight is all about traction. It's about manifestation. And the seven is about cultivating your point of attraction. So this year is extremely important spiritually and personally to get very clear with who you are, why you are, your center, your connection to to the divine, to your higher power, to God, your soul, your guides, all of those things. Because next year, it's like, yep, put your money where your mouth is. And so just remember that. Find your people, connect, practice being in solitude, not in isolation, and you will start seeing things come together in ways that are very divinely intricate and interwoven. Now, on to September. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. 
Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Now, on to September. September is always the capstone month in numerology because September is the ninth month of the year. And anything you add to nine reduces down to that number. So if I were to add the number seven to nine, that's 16. One plus six equals seven. If I add the number five to nine, it's 14. One plus four equals five. So it always reduces down to the number that is added to it. September is a seven month in a seven universal year. Now to you, it's like, no, Amanda, it's the ninth month of the year. Yes, you are correct. It's the ninth month of the year. But in numerology, to find out what month we are in universally, you take the sequential numerological component of that month. I don't know if I just said that very well, but you take the, the number that correlates with the month, the ninth month of the year, and you add it to the number of the universal year, 2023. So 2023 is a seven year. September is the ninth month. Nine plus seven equals 16. One plus six equals seven. We are in a seven energetic month in a seven year. 2023 is seven September is the seventh month. Now, let me do January, just so you have an example of another month. January is the first month of the year. 2020, let's go back to January of 2023. 2023 is a seven. January is a one. Seven plus one is eight. January was an eighth month. Now, I'm kind of setting this up because it's important. All right. So remember, January was an eight month. 
Okay, September. Why is September important? It's the capstone month because whatever universal year that we are in, it is the universal month. Also, in your personal numerology, whatever personal year you're in, it's going to be the same in your personal month. And I'm going to explain how to calculate that. But what I want to say about September is it is a month of doubling down on lessons. It's a month of mastery. Do we master anything? Probably not, but it's a month where lessons compound, pressure builds, things intensify, and they begin to clarify and become truer, more authentic, more precise. So it it naturally is challenging. There are challenges that we are met this month, but they're soul level challenges, they're psychological challenges, they're personal challenges with the personal and universal energies that we are dealing with from a numerological standpoint. That being said, this month, the seven energy is double down energy. It's a, like a master month of the energy of the seven. We are diving, the deeper we dive, the deeper we choose to dive into doing the work. And we've just come out of a Mercury retrograde, Venus retrograde. We've got big planets retrograde, lots going on. So it's been intense. All right. We didn't need any more intensity, but the numerology is dishing it up. However, the second half of the month is for clarity and really going deeper. Where am I in pain? Where am I struggling? Where am I suffering? And am I ready to heal this? Am I open to healing this? Also, where am I experiencing breakthroughs? Where am I experiencing success, prosperity, joy, happiness, peace, healing? And what's working there? What can I track? What can I correlate? Who are the people involved in my life? What are the players, the circumstances? This is a cosmic investigation kind of month. Look for the signs and synchronicities. Ask for them and they will appear. And I tell you what, the energy field is on fire right now. I mean, the signs, the synchronicities, the psychic energy is, I mean, it is intense. It's immense. It's also very clear. However, it can also feel a bit chaotic because it's almost, it's heavy in a way. It can feel overwhelming. So it is imperative to carve out that solitary time. Just a little bit of solitude, whether you are driving from point A to point B, you are journaling when you wake up in the morning, you are taking some time to wind down in the evening, you're stopping and actually taking a lunch break. I don't care if it's 10 minutes or 30 minutes, take a lunch break and eat lunch. Rest, have a few moments to yourself. Find your time, even if it's three minutes. Carve out time for you because that's where you can revitalize your energy field and you can also set intentions. This is a great month for intention setting because the seven is all about sending signals out into the universe and being open to listening for the feedback. So, hey God, hey soul, today it is my intention that I will find solutions where they have not existed before. Hey God, hey soul, today it is my intention that I will feel moments of peace and ease. Thank you. And then go about your day. And then your job, your opportunity is to notice when you feel a little bit peaceful in an otherwise busy day or when there is an aha moment or a solution that comes to something that you have been pontificating for the past two months. Ask for it. And then when it happens, go, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this. Thank you. You know, I mean, when you get it, when you notice and you get excited, you just start harnessing that energy. Whatever you focus on grows. 
Whatever you focus on grows. Remember that. All right, so we're in a seven universal month in a seven year, September. So what I wanted to say when I used January as that example a little bit earlier is next month, October, will be an eight month. How do I get that? October is the 10th month of the year, and we add that to seven, the universal year, 2023. So that's 17, one plus seven equals eight. Remember, the numbers are sequential. So if September is a seven month, then October is going to be an eight month. What's interesting about October, so just a little heads up info, is it's a great month to review, to look back to January and say, what was I learning in January? What happened? What was going on for me? What was I dealing with? What breakthroughs did I have? What breakdowns did I have? What was on my plate? What were my, what were my goals and intentions for 2023? And where am I on that continuum? You know, have I dropped some of those off? Have I achieved them? Am I over some of them? It's a great month for a little bit of reflection and fine tuning. So once you realize you do that reflection back to January, you know, and you can look back to December, January-ish. You don't have to perfectly fall within the calendar month. Use it as a resource point, but review, look back, and then fine-tune your month in October based on what you have learned and what you recognize about yourself, your resources, and where you are, and your heart's desires. Where is your heart? So that's ways we can work with the universal year and the universal months to track and correlate and harness and connect the energies. It's so much fun and it can be mind-blowing. I've gotten so much feedback from people calculating their numerology and and looking at the energies and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so a nine, you know, and my, my attitude number's a two and gosh, these numbers are so challenging. And I'm like, yeah, all the numbers have beauty and challenges alike. Some are more difficult than others. One of the greatest fe- pieces of feedback I got back is a lot of people were saying, oh my gosh, you know, I'm a two attitude and a two life path or a four attitude and a four life path. And as I shared with you last week, I am a nine attitude and a nine life path. For, so for those of us who have the same attitude number and the same life path, it's like a double down of that energy in those lessons. So just know you came into this life to really do the work around that energy and to break through and to harness it and fine tune it. So I, I love hearing that feedback and I love everybody lighting up, finding correlations and connections because it really creates this amazing ability to better know yourself and really harness your strategies and opportunities and then better avoid or respond to the potholes and the blind spots. So let's talk about calculating our personal year. Y'all, this is hands down a rock and roll kind of tool. It is something that will level you up and truly, truly help you create clarity and traction every year. Because when you know your numbers, when you know the energies that you're working with numerologically, just like in your astrology, it really gives you this roadmap to better understand, respond, and harness the energies or heal whatever is showing up for you. So how do you calculate your personal year? Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. 
It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. How do you calculate your personal year? Well, we're all in a seven year, so we've got to use that number. We use the universal year. We use the year 2023, which reduces to a seven, okay? And then you're going to add that to your attitude number. If you listened last week and calculated your attitude number, the way that we get the attitude number is we add the month we're born to the day that we're born, and we reduce it to a single digit. I'm not going to use mine because I'm a nine. And if you're a nine, you're in a seven year. I'm just going to tell you that. Anybody who is a nine attitude is always in line with the universal year because anything that you add to nine reduces back to that number. So we're always in sync with the universal years, which just makes the lesson just more immense and intense. But let's use... How about June 14th? Let's use June 14th as an example. So six plus one is seven plus four is 11. All right, so that's an 11. We reduce it down. We go ahead and say one plus one equals two. So if you're born on 614, your attitude number is a two. You're actually, your attitude number is an 11, which is a master number. And we're gonna talk about that in a little bit, but you reduce it down to what we call the base frequency, which is the two. So if you're born on 614, six plus one plus four equals 11 reduce it down to the two. That's your attitude number. So if you're a two attitude number or whatever your attitude number is, you add that to the number seven. So seven plus two is nine. 
So if that is the birthday we're using, this person is in a nine year. Oh gosh, nine year. I mean, that's my energy. So I get it. And I'm laughing with that. But why I'm laughing is a nine year is a big year. It's a year of completion. It is a year of culminating lessons. And more than anything, it's a year of let go and let God. Surrender, surrender, surrender. Suit up, show up, do your part, and then surrender to the outcomes. Practice acceptance. Practice letting go and letting God. Let's let's do another one. Let's say somebody is born on uh, February 3rd. So two plus three is their attitude number, which equals five. They're a five attitude number. And then we add five to seven, and that equals 12. Seven plus five equals 12. So one plus two equals three. They would be in a three year, a three universal year. So you track him with me. If you go back and listen to the first podcast, you can learn how to calculate your attitude number. I also have a great blog on this when it talks about September is the capstone month in numerology. So go to soulpathology.com and look at that because it has everything laid out for you in terms of calculating your personal year. But basically what you do is you take your attitude number and you add it to seven. And if you end up with double digits, so you, again, I did this just in the example. If you add seven plus five and it equals 12, we have to reduce it down so one plus two equals three. You're in a three year. If you are a four attitude, you add seven plus four, that means you're in an 11 year, which is a master year, but it's also the base frequency is a two year. So you're learning the lessons of the two and you're also seeing if you can access or harness the lessons of the 11, which again, I'll come back to. So you get your personal year by adding your attitude number to whatever year we're in. This is 2023, so you this year you add it to seven. Next year, you'll add your attitude number to eight. But let's say you're in a nine personal year this year, automatically you will be in a one personal year next year. Now let me add in a little bit of a curveball here. Numerology and personal years are calculated two different ways. There are two different schools of thought. Okay, one school of thought is it set it resets at the calendar year. So on January 1st, you know, the person that's in a nine year in 2023 on January 1st of 2024 will be in a one year. They'll start the cycle over and then they'll be in a two year in 2025 and so on and so forth. However, there is another school of thought, and I think I think along the t- lines of both and. I think they're both correct because I see them play out time and time again, not only in my own energy field, but with clients for as long as I can remember. Both make sense. So, so I use both of them, but primarily I, use, I follow the calendar year model. So at the calendar year, you shift into a new energy, a new lesson, a new personal year. You can also calculate it on your birthday. So this is the second school of thought is that at your birthday, whenever your solar return is, that's when you shift into that year. So my birthday is coming up in October. I am a nine attitude, so I add that to seven, which is the year 2023's energy, and I get 16, which one plus six equals seven. So I'm in a seven personal year in a seven universal year. On my birthday, this is the school of thought. It would be thought that I would still be in a six year, which was what I was in in 2022, Two plus zero plus two plus two equals six. We were all in a six universal year last year. If I add my attitude number nine to six, it equals 
15, 1 plus 5 equals 6. So I was in a 6 year last year. Some numerologists say we are in our 6 year until we hit our birthday. We're in a year. Even with the calendar year overlap, we shift at our birthday. And what I think about that is yes. I think about it on the calendar basis where it resets at the year, and I think about it on my birthday. So here's how I play with that energy. They're both right. They're both correct. What I see a lot of times for myself and clients is up until the birthday, and some people have birthdays January 1st, January 15th. So boom, they're almost directly in line. But if you're like me and you have a fall or a, you know, end of the year, December birthday, you, you know, it's like, gosh, how does that work? To me, I see overlap. I feel like I have still been integrating, harnessing, healing from, and learning lessons from last year, which is very clear to me. The sixth year is about healing, self-care, personal responsibility. And if you all know my story, I was taking care of my dying mother. It was very difficult personally, personal responsibility-wise. I had some physical health challenges that came out of nowhere. My mental health, I mean, I was tired. I was exhausted emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. And it was hard for me to put that oxygen mask on me first and then take care of others. And that's the big lesson of the six. So this whole year, I've been recalibrating that. And I'm I'm hitting my stride. I'm in it. I'm feeling the energy of the seven. So I can argue that, yes, I'm going to fully feel the energies of the seven as I build up to my my solar return in October. And once it hits, and I'm going to hit that stride and energy of the seven. So you can look at it both ways, both apply, whichever way you're looking at it. Okay, so that's the personal year. So whatever personal year you're in, check out my blog, September, the numerology capstone month, or go back to the numerology 101 episode from last week, because I talk about each of the the numbers and what they mean. And those are your lessons for the year. That's how you can figure out, okay, these are the things I'm learning. This is what I'm integrating. And here's where I might be missing the mark. Here's where I may be challenged. And some years and some energies with the numbers are harder than others. There are ones that I certainly like more than others and ones that frustrate me. And what's really cool is we have years where our personal year matches, let's say, our attitude number or our life path number. Those are important years. When you have, let's say you have a seven attitude number, um, or let's say you have a seven life path number. Let's say your life path number, which is the sum of your entire birthday, reduced down to a single digit, is a seven. And we are in a seven year universally. Well, you're getting like double down on your seven energy. It's the year of really tapping into the higher vibrations and experiencing the challenges of the low vibrations of the seven. Same if you are a life path eight next year in an eight universal year, we're going to really be doubling down universally in the in the energy of the eight. Same with your attitude number. We can be in personal years or universal years that correspond with your attitude number. It's the same kind of double down energy. The biggest thing I suggest with your personal year is really understanding the attributes of whatever personal year you're in. So let's just use the energy of the five as an example. If you are in a five personal year, it's a year of pivoting, of shifting your perspective, becoming more flexible. It is healing any feelings of entrapment, feeling backed into a corner, feeling squished, trapped, 
almost overwhelmed, unable to breathe. It's a year of cultivating freedom, adventure. It's a year of travel. And if you are in a five year and you have been working and in a cubicle and tied down to your desk full of responsibility and you are not finding time for fun, adventure, travel, those sort of things, get out and do it. It'll freaking free your spirit. And it doesn't matter what budget you're on or what time you have you can make a vacation in your day. Because I do this stuff with myself. If I'm in a five-year, I know I have to pivot and be flexible and find flexibility in my schedule. Even in a busy schedule, I have to find time to to play or to have things to look forward to. It's all a matter of perspective and how I align it. And when I align that little stuff in my day or week or month, then all of a sudden, next thing you know, I have a three-day weekend and somebody says, hey, do you want to make a girl's trip and go do this? Or do you want to hop in the car with me and go on a road trip? And that's when I get to say, oh my gosh, yes, I need to get away. And then I come back more revitalized. So whatever the lesson, and with the five energy, the five's tricky because it's also a number of luck and opportunity, but you only harness the luck and opportunity is when you become easygoing, fluid, flexible, and knowing that when you change your mind or when you've outgrown something that you authentically communicate that to yourself and then whomever you need to be accountable to. Say you get bored with a job or you're restless in a job and you're just staying in it and staying in it. That's when you say, hey, wait a minute, I think I've outgrown this job or I'm not meant to be here anymore or it's not the best use of my talents. Getting really honest with yourself and then saying, all right, I'm going to start by updating my resume. And after you do that, then you get to start looking out in the world and then you get to start making changes so you don't feel trapped. You don't feel stuck because that is the proclivity of the five. And with the five energy, when you listen to that and you summon your bold courage, then all of a sudden it is as if opportunities, people, places, things start showing up and supporting you as if they are magical or divine. and But it takes you being honest and making the courageous moves to get out of stuck energy. So if you're in a five-year, I just gave you your reading for that. So if you're stuck in a relationship, stuck in a job, stuck in life and responsibilities, how do you get clear that you feel stuck and you are ready to change? It is all about making a decision that I am ready to get unstuck. What is that look like today? How do I start by just changing my perspective and sticking that stake in the ground and getting ready to move forward? Okay, I'm going to drill down a little deeper. So we're getting into like higher levels of numerology here, but this stuff, it, it really does work. So we're going to talk about your personal months, how to calculate that. Now that you've calculated your personal year, so you know what your lessons are for the whole year or into the next year on your birthday, if you want to look at it either way, both work your personal month. So all of us in September are in the personal month is the personal year because of the energy of the nine. This month, let's say you're in a five universal year. Let's go back to that example. And we're in September. September is the ninth month of the year. This is how you get your personal month. You add it to the actual number code of the month, okay? This is where it gets a little confusing, right? This is this is kind of more advanced numerology, but I do want to give you this tidbit. So we take the nine, not the seven, the ninth month of the year, and we add it to your personal year. So you have to do your math of your personal year first. And if you've determined you're in a five personal year and you add that to nine, 
September, it reduces down to 5. 9 plus 5 equals 14. 1 plus 4 equals 5. Let's use August, and let's say you're in a five-year. That's the eighth month of the year. 8 plus 5 is 13. It took me a minute to add that up. I had to, like, do it in my head. No joke. <laughs> know these numbers, but 8 plus 5 is 13, so 1 plus 3 equals 4. Now, remember, I told you it's all sequential, so we used August, the eighth month, and we added that to your personal year, the 5, and it reduced down to 4. So August is a 4-month, September will be a 5-month, and guess what October is going to be? A 6-month. October is the 10th month of the year, and then you would add that to your 5 personal year. 10 plus 5 equals 15. 1 plus 5 equals 6. So it builds and then it starts over. Once you get to 9, we go back to 1. That's how you calculate your personal month. So you can understand your personal month and your personal year. Let's go back to January and we'll go ahead and use the energy of the 5. If you're in a 5 personal year and January is the first month, 5 plus 1 is 6. So in January, you're in a 6 personal month in your five personal year. And yes, we have the seven universal year. I've done these, uh, I have intensive clients that I've worked with for years and at different levels. And we look at astrology and numerology and all of these number codes and calculation. And I don't work with clients this way so much anymore, except when I do consulting or concierge clients and things like that. But most of the people that I've worked with just know this stuff innately and how to look at their numbers, how to look at their codes and the attributes and how to find the correlations and navigate them. And I tell you, it it is incredible to watch and see light bulbs come on and people harnessing these energies and really starting to not only better know and understand themselves, but also to strengthen their point of attraction and manifest. So back to that January, let's say you're in the five year, it's January and you're in a six month. That means your lessons of the five are freedom, dynamic shifts and changes, getting unstuck, being in the right place at the right time as a result. And then you're in a six month, which means I've got to suit up and show up and be responsible. It's probably a little bit of stuff about home and family. What are your day-to-day -day life responsibilities? And then how do you find flexibility and freedom in that? So guess what? If you're in a five-year January, probably was not a fun month. I mean, I can, I, the five and the six combo, not so much fun because it's like this kind of funny dialogue between freedom and rebellion and flexibility and responsibility, taking care of, getting everything done, supporting, loving on. I mean, it's, a, it's an intense energy. So when you start to look at the numbers and their attributes and their dialogues and how they work with and sometimes against each other, it's intense, but we can grow through that. And especially, let's go back to this example. If you are in a five-year and you're in a six-month, which you will be in October, so it's going to repeat. Remember I said, look back to January. Your big question is, what is my responsibility? What am I resp responsible for? And guess what? The big answer to that is my attitude, my actions, and my behaviors. And how do I take care of myself, find fun, flexibility, adventure, and freedom in my life while still showing up, taking care of, loving on, the people around me, you know, being available to my home and family, but first taking care of myself, my soul, and finding fun, finding adventure, prioritizing that stuff. And then you find the balance of that. And guess what it does? It creates happiness. It creates wholeness. And you start to feel more like you. And guess what? When we have those big lessons going on and those energies and we start to work with them, life starts feeling easier, 
even when whatever is on your to-do list looks extensive and is extensive, it's like, gosh, I had a lot on my plate today, but man, it was a good day. Wow, all this stuff got done. Or the people who normally need me to jump in and take care of, they were self-sufficient today. Wow, I had extra time in my day to go do something for myself, to go get a manicure or to go run some errands or sit down and, you know, eat a sandwich and listen to a book on tape during my lunch hour. You know, it's really tracking that stuff and finding this greater sense of health, wholeness, and well-being. I know that was a lot, so play with this, check out the blog, you know, do your math, do your numbers, submit questions. I know you're going to have questions because you're going to get all confused because if you don't get the numbers and you don't get the energy, it, it takes a while for this stuff to click. That's why I encourage you to research the numbers, practice the math, and then start to track it one thing at a time. So if you have a place to start, start by calculating your attitude number and your life path, and then just start with your personal year. That's a great place to start. Just focus on your personal year because in September, the personal year that you're in is the same as this personal month. Then focus on next month when you get to next month. I hope you've enjoyed this. Definitely, if you haven't listened to the first episode, Numerology 101, go back and listen to that. If you've enjoyed it, if you have found stuff illuminating, enlightening, and you know somebody would love it, please share it. So definitely follow Soul Sessions with Amanda Rieger Green. Share. I totally appreciate your engagement, your enthusiasm. It's lighting my fire like you cannot believe, and it's encouraging me and creating a lot of enthusiasm. So thank you. If you have a question or feedback, it's so much better to reach out to me via email because I don't always get to all my Instagram. So the podcast email is podcast at soulsessions.me. So if you've got an email, got a question, send it that way and hopefully we can get back to you. But I love hearing your feedback. Thank you for all your support. Take care, everyone. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.